Hi, welcome to another episode of Managing Well. Today we're talking about what allyship could look like when the stakes are high. And so when I think of it, what first comes to mind is the women's basketball championships between Louisiana State University and University of Iowa. Um, And really between Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark, who are both phenomenal, phenomenal basketball players. And recently, LSU, uh, the team that Angel is on, who is a black girl slash woman, I I hesitate what to say, honestly, they're they're both so young. And I actually think that's, I think that is actually part of this discussion, um, as I think of it, too. Um, So so Angel is a black young woman and Caitlin is a white young woman. Um, And the two teams competed fiercely competitive players and teams and LSU prevailed um, and won the championship. And in that Angel Reese was dragged through the media for what people, some people considered her lack of decorum when playing, when playing the sport, Um, saying, criticizing her for trash talking and um, really being passionate and engaged in the game in the exact same way that Caitlin Clark, who's white, was uh, throughout throughout the season and playoffs as well. Um, and so if you, you do search, you see the, the criticism of Angel Reese and the praise of Caitlin Clark for the exact same behavior. And as I was hearing and seeing the stories, I think what was really striking to me is how alone Angel was in all of this. Um, how to be attacked, how to be publicly shamed for being really passionate and into her sport and game. Um, and just how alone that must have felt to feel so, to feel so attacked, um, for doing the exact same thing that a white girl was doing. Um, And, you know, Caitlin got praised for it. And so I think, I don't know Angel, um, but I can only imagine in the quiet moments when the cameras weren't there, um, I can only imagine the sadness, the frustration, perhaps embarrassment, rage at the unfairness of it all. Um, and really being seemingly on her own in it, at least like from an outside perspective, she was attacked for all of this and she was on the public stage stage, having to defend herself and having to speak out about this. Um, and that's a lot of pressure on somebody who is so young and, you know, Caitlin, Caitlin Clark did make a statement saying that, you know, this is just part of the game. This is how you play when you're passionate um, and kind of held no ill will toward, toward Angel. And when I, when I saw that, um, while I appreciated that statement, I also wish she had said more. And then I thought, just like Angel, who is so young, I also thought Caitlin is really young. Um, And so for her to say more, for her to call out the the racism that that 
to clearly call out the racism that was being directed toward Angel that Caitlin didn't experience, to clearly call out the media in the sense of like, you're treating us differently and that's not fair. Um, that's something I think that's hard to do perhaps at any age, but definitely when you're, when you're really, when you're really young. Um, and so I kind of took a step back and I was thinking, you know, what would allyship, what would have, what would great allyship have looked like in this situation? Um, and it really would have looked like Angel's coach providing cover for Angel. Uh, it would have looked like Caitlin's coach encouraging and supporting Caitlin to use her platform to be able to speak to the racism that was being directed at Angel. So, you know, I'm thinking that the head coaches of, of Iowa and LSU are both white women and they're older white women, older than Angel and Caitlin, right? And so more life experience, more um, interactions with the media. Um, and so I'm thinking, you know, when, when you're a leader, the responsibility to cover your players, to cover your team. And when I say cover, that when they are out there being attacked unfairly, that you're there to intervene, that the attack doesn't go directly to them, that you step in front of the attacks and you say that is an inappropriate question. That is an inappropriate comment. Angel was playing the game and she played it well, just like Caitlin did. And the fact that you're saying there was a problem with Angel's behavior and not Caitlin's behavior is because of race. And that's something that you need to look at. That would have been great allyship, right? From Angel's coach. It would also be great allyship from, from Caitlin's coach. Imagine if Caitlin's coach, if Caitlin's leader saw what was happening, realized what was happening, right? Which takes some, which takes um, oh, self-awareness take self-awareness to see something happen to somebody else, to see another person being treated unfairly, being discriminated against, and to interject into that situation to attempt to stop it, right? So if Caitlin's coach had gone to the media and said, mm -mm, don't, don't make this, don't treat Caitlin and Angel differently. The way you're treating Caitlin is exactly how Angel should be treated, and you're not doing that. Imagine if Caitlin's coach had gone to Caitlin and said, listen, I know you're young. I know we just lost, so this doesn't feel good. And, you know, as part of like how we're going to play the game, even when we're on a pony on opposite sides, we need to call out what we see and what they're saying about Angel is not fair. And it's not just because, and, and it's clearly because of race. So I know you're young. If you want to go back and talk to the cam the media about it, I will stand right there with you. If you don't, I will do it. I will stand in front of you and I will do it. I would recommend you stand next to me, right? Because you're part of this story, but I will be the one to speak. And so that, you know, when I think about this whole situation and like, how are we practicing allyship when the stakes are high? You know, being an ally and practicing allyship when the stakes are low is not that hard, right? It is hard 
when there is something on the line. It is hard when we are worried about hum- being humiliated. It is hard when we're worried about losing our job. It is hard when we're worried about not getting a promotion. And so we just want to stay quiet and not speak up when we see something go down that is wrong and hurtful to other people um, because it might hurt us. That's when allyship is needed. And so I think this is just an interesting, you know, they say, you know, never waste a good crisis. And I think what we saw unfold in the difference between how Angel was treated and how Caitlin was treated and how Angel was alone and the ways that she didn't have to be alone, the ways that had other people practiced allyship differently more fully. It's once have been Angel's problem to solve. And so I just want you to kind of consider that when you're thinking about your own organization. So often um, organizations will turn to the people who are experiencing the most harm within the organization and say, tell us how to fix it. And so what I'm suggesting is to to be thoughtful and reflective and to kind of empathize with the painful experiences that your colleagues have had, have told you about, that you have heard about. Just like hopefully you can empathize with Angel's experience and then be reflective on how can I use the privilege I have to intervene and address the situation. So maybe it's privileged because I have been with the company longer. Maybe it's privileged because I'm part of the majority in the company, whether it is gender, whether it is race, that I can speak up when something is happening that is inappropriate, offensive, racist, sexist, whatever it is that needs to be addressed. Um, That we can have empathy for fellow humans, that we can be reflective of how we can use our own power to intervene. And then we can actually take action. We can take allyship actions. Um, so I'll be curious to hear to hear your thoughts on how do you practice allyship when the stakes are high? Um, what are some things you wished you would do, maybe that you don't? Uh, and then if you ever have questions that you want to hear more from us about how um, to be a better people manager, shoot us an email. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to Managing Well. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to learn more about today's episode, go to thelodipogroup.com slash podcast for a worksheet on today's episode. A special thanks to my podcast team and the Ladipo Group who supports this show. Managing Well is produced and edited by Black Faves Brand Studio. I'm your host, Tanya Ladipo. If you have any questions or topics you want to discuss, email me at managingwellpodcast at theladipogroup.com.